Hey everybody, how's it going? My name's Steve Erbauer. This is my Grateful Dead podcast. This is my second Grateful Dead podcast. I'm just, I put out the first one a few days ago and I, lo and behold, people are listening to it. I'm frankly just flabbergasted and, and pleased. It's really, really cool. People have been listening uh, largely from my home state. I, I live in Lincoln, Nebraska. Not exactly a Grateful Dead stronghold, but you know what? There's a few of us out here and we're, we're diehards. Um, for real, yo, and uh, <laughs> I feel silly saying that, but uh, you know, I've had people listen on both coasts and Texas and Florida, and it's just I've, it's really cool. So, I you know, I mean, I had fun making it, and that's kind of why I'm doing it just because I, I like to listen to the Grateful Dead and I like to talk about the Grateful Dead and have those conversations. But you know what, if people are going to listen, then that's so much the better. So, I'm just real excited to be doing this, and uh, so with that, uh I think we'll move into, uh, what do you call this, episode two. Episode two. I have ideas for probably at least three or four more of these just right off the top of my head. And so I decided for tonight, I, I got the the notion in my head of the Shakedown Showdown. And there's a little bit of history to that. Uh, the short version of it is that when I was living out in California, I had a friend, Johnny, and uh, we both could agree that probably 1985 was was the year of the shakedown. Like the, they were all pretty good then, and '85 uh, being a somewhat spotty year. But uh, when they were when it was happening, it was really happening, and the shakedowns all you know rarely disappointed. And uh, so we could agree on that. But Johnny was partial to uh, 6:30:85 from Meriwether Post Pavilion. Uh, just outside of Washington D.C. in Columbus, and uh, I I thought that was just craziness because anybody everybody knows that 112185 from the Henry J., Henry J. Kaiser Auditorium in Oakland was where the action was at, and so uh, we had some uh, spirited and probably you know slightly silly uh, conversations about that. But you know what? Uh, going back and listening to these has been has been a lot of fun because uh, they both certainly have their merits. I chose um, audience recordings for these largely, not that there aren't good sounding soundboards out there, because there certainly are, but uh, Phil Lesh's bass rig was just too much in uh, 85, and it sounds awesome, and these both of these recordings um, certainly get that across. I hope that you have a uh, you know good pair of headphones around or a stereo with a subwoofer, uh, because they're both just a, a whole lot of fun. So I think uh, we'll get right into it here. I'll start off with uh, Johnny's 63085 from the Meriwether Post Pavilion. Um, Johnny liked this one because Brent Midland kind of, he kind of steals the show. It's really fantastic during the, the jam in Shakedown Street. Brent basically levitates the joint. It's so cool. And of course, you know, the band just jumps right on it. And it, it is really just a, a great moment in Grateful Dead music. And then that follows uh, with a spirited Samson and Delilah, and then Give Me Some Lovin', which is just everything it could be in 1985, and then uh, followed that with He's Gone.
that for moaning low folks little 1985 grateful dead jerry playing the blues there a little bit good 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 stuff obviously uh you know the fat man being the fat man and all it's his vocal uh tone it's a little ragged but you know what it works for the time and and this is kind of one of my favorite errors of jerry singing actually just because uh when the man bellows it's uh, it's real. It's really powerful stuff. I like it a lot. Um, so uh, that's uh, that's that's six thirty eighty five. Moving right along into eleven twenty one eighty five. I'm you know I'm like I said I'm kind of partial to this, so I don't want to I don't want to you know I don't want to poison the waters here or anything like that or or tilt the scales but here's here's what i like about this particular shakedown street and then i liked it the first time i've got this uh, first time i heard it was on david gans's grateful grateful dead hour program many many years ago and it just knocked my socks off and what it is is bobby weir uh this is his moment to shine in the middle of the jam he starts off with this i don't know if it's an envelope filter i'm not sure exactly what it is but it's a really cool effect and uh he starts dropping bobby bombs and uh jerry jumps right on it and it's really one of those great moments you know it lasts all of i think about 20 seconds maybe um but it's so cool and then the rest of the this half of the set is just it's really great stuff crazy fingers is beautiful playing in the band is good and then that slides right into my favorite um rendition of she belongs to me um jerry's just all over it and uh so i'm excited to bring this to you and 1985 was certainly uh one of those years i mean they were kind of on autopilot and it's real hit or miss a lot of the time but uh like i said before when they were hitting it was really spot on so 
I don't know. I really like I really like this uh, partial set of music. And so, uh, without further ado, here we go.
stuff folks wow i don't think anybody could sing dylan like garcia could those two guys were i don't know they just seem like they're on the same page on a lot of levels and i i always enjoyed i garcia's covers of the dylan tunes so i mean to me that's just a really special bit of music um so you know i want to thank you i want to thank you for indulging uh, me in playing and repeating a song during one show that does seem somewhat sacrilege uh, now that I think about it um, But you know, I think it serves a purpose just to a compare the two versions of the two songs I mean these shows were not that far apart from each other five months, you know and uh, They're different animals and then to extrapolate that out a little further uh, those two sets of, of music are, com- are completely different and uh, I-, I think it just goes to show that um you know, even in the darkest of times when there really wasn't a whole lot, you know, large scale creativity going on inside the band, they were kind of just floating along, floating along on autopilot. They were still very good at what they did and still made really interesting music. And you could still go to a Grateful Dead concert and really have no idea what, what they were going to throw at you. And that's just what made it so exciting. And so, Um, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. I want to thank you all for listening very, very much. Uh, If you have any questions or comments, please uh, like the podcast page or email me at negdpodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, I am doing this out of Lincoln, Nebraska. And I think maybe in one of the future episodes, I'll start introducing you to some of the characters around here because we certainly have some. And uh, so anyway, uh, thanks a lot. And I hope to see you all sometime. Thanks a lot. Bye.